Bolweni, San Bonani, Huemore, Huenand, Huemoni, everything. <laughs> My name is Mzwagi Kachela, I'm a culture and producer, and I welcome you at the, or in the, on the Collab podcast, which is made possible by Business and Arts South Africa, British Council, Manchester International Festival, as well as Common Peppos. And we are going to have a beautiful conversations. We have our guests here, and we are going to talk about everything and anything that is to do with collaborations, more specifically here in the Free State. And this is made possible as well by Bukamu So Catering and Events, who sponsored us with um, a venue to make this uh, a podcast possible, as well as M Squad Entertainment, uh, who are making sure that we are having this podcast. And without wasting any time, I'm not working alone. I'm not here by myself. I have my sister Jane, who is going to be co-hosting with me. Hi, 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 hi. Extremely yeah, excited man. to be here, but equally excited to have our yeah. guests. Um, in studio today, we have Ndade Mbuiselongodi. That's from Tufaka. No, but he's very strict. I shouldn't just call him Um And we have the young, innovative um, Oliver Sikutali. Could you just kindly introduce yourself to the viewers at home? Hello, viewers at home. <laughs> My name is Mbuiselongodi. Uh, I'm a theater maker, I'm a producer, uh, a writer, and an actor. So I don't know today what we're going to talk about, but in... talk about that. Thank you for the platform. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, viewers at home. I'm Sputali Oliver Bonner, Sister Jane has said, I'm an academic as well as a practitioner of theater, directing, producing, writing, and, and acting. And I'm excited to the conversation that is going to take place about yeah. collaboration. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I think let's start here. Uh-huh. Um, are we also um, artists and everything and whatever. Uh-huh. I think we can, we can start there. Where did the love begin? I think we are all inspired by different things. Oh. We're all inspired by maybe we have role models, we have people that we are looking up to. But before I go to them, I want to start with you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> before we go to our guest, I just want um, to start with you. Well, with me, to cut the long story short, tragedy is what um, got me into being a multidisciplinary artist. For me, art um, is always a way of healing, therapeutic, yeah. and that's what. Um, yeah, that's why I create. I create from pain. So mm. it was never really love, or I never really wanted to do it in the first place. It chose me. And what about you, Mzwake? I think I was, I was inspired more by where I come from. Mm-hmm. Because, because of lack of opportunities, lack of information and all that. Mm-hmm. You find yourself in a space of art without realizing that you're in a space of art. Mm. You later realize that actually this is art. Because before you, you know it, it's art. You don't know what you are doing. When I was growing up, I was just doing. There were there were these things called Kuriyamal. You know, uh, it used, it's a poem that is made Kuriyfinuralen and stuff like that. I did not know then that even that it's a poem. I thought it's just a preaching or anything until my teacher introduced me to say, "This is poet." So the laugh started when I started singing because I'm named. My name is Mzwaki. So my mother and father loved Mzwaki Mbuli. So they loved him so good place they were growing up. Even when they fell in love, it's like it was like there was a poem involved there by Mzwake Mbui. So they said they were gonna name their first child Mzwake and he, that child's gonna become a poet. So that's how it started. Everything that I am was birthed through poet. So yeah. Mm, 
And talking about Mzwakembuli, it's amazing how the poetry that he did and what poetry is now, um, it's like totally different, different thing. Yeah. And that brings me to my my question, actually, my first question. Um, if I do forget to call you Tate, please do forgive me. Mm -hmm. uh, but you are fortunate to have experienced the generation before you and the generation after you in terms of the arts. I mean, I'm talking about the likes of Ndate, Moses Lichuti, Ndate Kherben, um, it's probably the list Babes of people. Yeah, Babes Mpate, yeah. the list of people that you probably looked up to when you were Oliver's age. And now here you are, like literally in the middle of the two generations. How was theater then compared to what it is now? Mm, I want to answer your, your question, but I thought maybe I would tell you what inspired me okay. to be in the arts that would maybe move on to this one. I grew up from a family where my sister, my cousin's sister was an actress. She was on TV when I was like five, eight to ten years there. All the disciples, they were in the same TV series with her. My uncle was also in a drama group called Siababa. Uh, so I would go and watch these things. My father was a dancer, ballroom dancer. My mother was also an actress, by chance. So in the environment where I was, there were also both dinner, two streets behind us. Home Madikoti, the TV series now is character Madikoti. Oh, the next one, there's another lady. Uh, uh, I just forgot now her name. She was also on TV. So. After school, we'd see them and we'd run to their houses and we'd say, is it here, is it here, and everything. But the part that actually caught me, uh, theater park, is when I was like 10, there's a teacher, a memo page, just that now when I try to remember, it's hazy. But the lady gave me my first opportunity to be on stage. So, we rehearsed the play and everything, but it's not their costume. And then she told me that tomorrow you must bring a torn trouser and everything. I did not get the bring. Mm. I came with it for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I had fun. After, after that moment, I felt that this is where I need to be. Mm. And, and how old were you? I was about 12. Mm. I think, is it standard 2 at the time? What is standard 2 now? Three, yeah, around about that age. So that's when I started. And then I watched many plays. People come to school with plays and everything. And then we watch those plays. But mostly it is that. And now talking about the new meeting, uh, the generation that is like before, just before us, of theater, but before then, Chicks. Rashid uh, is the brother to Oscar Mozipe. So, Bramos came after Bob Rashid's Lebon Vanello Jacobs. So, they did a different kind of theatre and they had their own challenges in bringing theatre, but they are the first one to to kind of make the free state theatre to be respectable, mm. to bring uh, professionalism into it, to, to go and study it, to go and study it. And then later on, Kamal Khabon, and then came uh, Bob Ramos, that 
actually the whole that's why that made the theater and the theater that they made they broke uh, boundaries so they created new forms mm. from that and after they left from here to go and learn even further they went to the market market theater left some of them stayed there and Popamos was also working that side he was not at school but Popamos remained here so I meet Popamos one day, I don't just can't remember the year. I I wake up my neighbor because uh, uh, Nana told me that there's a drama group for Rockland. And then I'm like, okay, give me directions. And then I wanted to go there, but it is far, long distance. So I'm, I'm walking. I call my, my neighbor to say, come and let's walk there. Then it's like, no, let's walk. I get there, they give him a role. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I am patient. The next day, because he's not passionate about this thing, he does not teach in rehearsal. And then I'm there, and it's raining. And I said, like, let's try him. That is Brabeeps. He's working with bottle or kind of with like table commentary. That there will mean we are about a group of twenty thirty. And then I get a part, and then I started to. To, to, to know them, and then later on, Oprah Moss came in and they started to work with us. You understand? So, that is when we experienced them and we heard about their experiences. We did plays and we we learned a lot from them. But Brapix was working mostly in the book, Lewis in town, and then come back and work with us. So, a bit of what they were doing that side will catch a feel from Bobra Babes. Then Brahmos will bring the township kind of style, will bring the you know the Krotoskis, will bring the epic theater and then will start to experience it. And but with his own feel and, and style. So having to be maybe a generation between then and now. I wouldn't say theater evolved that much, but there are new forms that come into play and new technologies that now we, as the generation that is experimenting with them and the generation that is new, that is learning them and is also influencing us in how they think. Mm. Because before, theater was was, was for the community. Mm. Uh, and it's, it should be like that. Uh, it was for protest, it was for passing the message to the people, it was for giving hope. And so people went to watch theatre. My father, last time he watched a play before he came to watch me, in like about 15 years after I've been in the industry, it's like, oh, the last time I came here it was when Gibson Kent came with whatever play and everything. And this was the, the messages. So I would say, having experienced that and experiencing the vibrancy of young people that are now bringing new forms into theater and the merging of that because I've experienced that and that one and sometimes I feel like hey, this one's maybe they're a bit lazy with what they're doing, maybe we're doing it the hard way but the flair is still there, the influence is both sides it's like you can't say when you're listening to bubble gum and everything you can't listen to my piano my piano is for now, my piano is the future so whatever the young people are bringing into the table it is what they are bringing for the future. So, as a creator, I can't be uh, remaining behind. I have yeah. to adjust. 
I have to move on. Yeah, I have to learn from the new, take my back of experience, what I've stolen from I, many people's ideas, to bring it here and steal from these children, put them together <laughs> so they can move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, based on everything that you were saying, it sounds like you're coming from a very welcoming nature, mm. yeah, theater. Mm. You know, from the people in your street to that day Moses and um, you know those people who molded you they were welcoming and they were very receptive of people who wanted to learn uh, but Oliver if you're okay I would like for you to just you know that story that we always talk about um, has has the free state arts been welcoming to you uh, uh, as someone who's from the Eastern Cape just to give a brief summary also of what mm-hmm. sort of inspired me to, to pursuing theater. Mm-hmm. I uh, grew up in the Eastern Cape doing a lot of praise poetry and by fortune ended up in a school where one of the theatre practitioners who's from uh, Freestad, Bansikobo, was training that side. And so we got a lot of his training and then he was telling us that this place, Freestad, is the place for theatre. And so we came running we, and we registered. It was tough, you know, if you know the whole education thing and the cost, but at all costs we... we, we you know, I went and went and never stopped. And so, uh, as I was doing my second year, I met uh, Dr. Wiselo here next to me, and uh, we were speaking, and then found out that we know a lot of common people, and he was, he was, doing, he was doing his final year, I think. And then I sort of started to absorb from him, yeah. to absorb a lot of connects and just ways of how to make theater a living. But I, I, I wouldn't say the same with my fellow classmates or my fellow graduates in a sense that there was a, a situation of, um, because I'm, I'm closer to Dr. Nwodi, they would not know certain things mm-hmm. that I will absorb from him. Mm-hmm. And so I would have to constantly share it. But uh, the, the, the industry welcomed me through him, yeah. you know, through him. Uh, other than that, uh, my, my, my friends, my, my, my fellow theater makers would complain, you know, in that, <laughs> that, yo, we are graduated, what is happening now, what is happening? And, you know, considering that uh, Freestart is, uh, is, is a place that is uh, occupied by different cultural groups yeah. and racial groups, and there's that uh, geographic division mm. where you have the um, white side and the, not black side, but the township and the upmarket suburbs, you know. And so what would happen is, uh, for example, myself, uh, I'm from the university, and then I, would, I, I want to practice on the, on the township side, or even in, just in town, I would have to just say that I know this person, I know this person, or I'm known. But I wouldn't say the same with people that are not known, uh, especially graduates. However, though, uh, I think it's, it's something that is going to change, that is slowly changing. Yeah, most I, definitely. I like to believe it is, you know, yeah. with, with new developments. Other than that, uh, yeah, it, it is welcoming, but yeah. it's still, it's still yeah. that thing. Yeah, as it is, you know. Yeah. I think, I think um, you, you both worked on the production called Lola, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah, and I think he was playing a character of... Um, a foreigner, something like that. I think I think now that we, we are talking about the importance of collaboration and we are talking about the challenges that we are having in the province, why are people resistant to collaborating and working together? And us as, 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 as cultural producers, having gone through a program that capacitated us and, and letting us know the importance of collaborating and networking, 
we fully understand the importance. We fully understand why there's a need for people to work together. But now there's something that stood out out of um, uh, Mr. Ngodi's uh, 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 maybe um, when I'm listening to him. It was the fact that he went to school to get necessary knowledge. Mm, um, yes, after practicing. Yeah. yeah. But now it's like vice versa. He started first with practicals. <laughs> and now later on he went to, to the theory part. Mm. Why, 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 why was there a need for you to get uh, um, formal education? Because you spoke about the people that you worked with uh, who came from different backgrounds. Like uh, you talked about Damos. Damos never got um, a formal education. But he's well, but he's brilliant, you know. You worked with people with different things, different skills and everything. But you had to go to school. And I want to believe that Oliver as well had to go to school as well for it. Why 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 why, why is education as a theatre product uh, practitioner so important? It is not necessarily the issue of going to school because of theatre. I I come from a family where when you grow up, there was a teacher that says, in your family, uh, if there's no one who has finished the trick, break the cycle. If there's no one who has a college or university degree, it told you that family must have a graduate. So I, education has always been my passion. But growing up with my grandparents, I always knew that what they could afford is to get me to high school. And, and that's it from there, I would have to find my way. So, after uh, finishing my Mexico, I already wanted to go to university, but I did not have money to do that. So, when I had an opportunity to do what I love, I, I didn't want to even study the arts. I wanted to study engineering, because <laughs> I did sciences and things like that. Yeah. So, the arts were basically things that I was doing each and every day right. after school and things. So I did not even know that there's a people go to university to it. Up until a year after I I finished my matric. So then I had an interest. But now the industry does not respect you. It's okay. It does not respect your craft. It doesn't matter how talented you are. If you you don't have paper, there are some doors that you cannot kick because you don't have paper and you'll find that people who have that paper uh, i don't want to use with like they are use they are useless to them those papers they don't use them they don't know how to use them and they get those opportunities and they mess them up but those who don't have paper uh, even they can work 10 times other than those ones those doors still don't open for them so it was the issue of that drought in the industry and uh, when I went to, when I started to, to do my first year, I was already curated my own theater festival. And the, the following, uh, they were closing doors, they were taking away venues and things like that. So out of frustration, I was like, one day, you know, I'll come run these places. And for me to be able to run these places, yeah. I need this paper because what they are doing is wrong to the practitioners. So that is what, that kind of bitter sweet uh, thing that pushes you say i need to finish this i need to be able to have this paper and see if they will treat me differently and surprisingly when i get to university 
my lecture was directing me in a play that <laughs> was happening at the institution. So I get there, it's like, what are, you, what, what are, you, are, you, are you looking for me? It's like, no, I came to class. So now we could not, he put me aside, it's like, I don't know how to deal with you in class. <laughs> uh, please, if you find that I'm giving information that is going left to the to life, don't out me. No, I'm not about that. I don't know your theory. I might know certain things, but I don't know what they are called to your theory. So teach me, I'm here to learn. So I don't know if I've answered your question. Yeah, you did, you did. Actually, you went uh, in. You went yeah. in. Yeah. Actually, I'm sitting here um, and I'm only realizing, which is crazy because I was supposed to have realized it later. I mean, I mean, a few days ago, or no, actually months ago, um, as we were planning to have the two on our podcast, um, that we are sitting with Standard Bank Ovation Award winning artist. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, you didn't even think about it. The 2022 Standard Bank Ovation Award from the, the National Arts, National Arts Festival, Festival. Yeah. and my brother, Abdi <laughs> Oliver Bonga. Um, question What are your thoughts on collaboration? Uh, collaboration, uh, I think, uh, first of all, as a, as a practitioner of art, uh, theater arts, and any kind of art, I, I believe that uh, art cannot happen with just that one element, you know. Uh, it needs other elements and other elements and other elements. If you think when you're painting, you need that canvas, yeah. you need the paint, you need the paintbrush, yeah. you need a, a particular kind of lighting state so that yeah. you see, you know, at a particular temperature. So art in its fundamentals is, is sort of collaborating those elements. And uh, speaking to collaboration in theater arts, I, from my entire experience, I'd like to believe it's the best way to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, particularly referring to uh, learning, uh, uh, strengthening your craft, uh, stretching and getting new contacts and getting new platforms. I, I did a play, my, my first ever play that I did was the, was called The Making. I did it at the university. I, I co-directed the play. I wrote the script and then I got another friend of mine to direct it with. And at that point, it's when that I learned, when he told me that, no man, this is unnecessary, this is unnecessary, then I was like, okay. It is important that you know you always have mm. that, that head that is next to you, that person that also puts in the artistic work. Yeah. And also if you think, you know, when we are home doing our cultural practices, the person does not work alone, you know. You you are you are, they tell you 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 pay the alcohol, mm. another person will pay for the meat, another person will pay for the yeah. food, another person will gather yeah. the people, you know. So yeah. collaboration is, is innate in, in our practice, especially here in Freestart and, and as humans as well. And you know, there the, the, the are, however, certain, you know, uh, certain blocks that take place, you know, with some of us being pure, without forms, without content, yeah. that, you know, I, I don't want you to come with that. This is what I want, you yeah. know. And it's, it's normal. However, though, it, it, it kind of shoots mm. on, on the foot because now I don't get a, learn, I got a chance to learn about new forms mm. and new ideas. Other than that, I think collaboration is the way... Absolutely. Yeah. Would you ever go solo? Like go Tyler Perry? 
do your own thing now that you know how important collaboration is would you ever take that risk of doing some project even if just one just an Oliver um, Bonga project. I, I tried. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was it. I tried. I did a radio drama for, for the Social Justice Institute. I wrote it, recorded it with some actors and then edited it. And then after that, the, the, the work was there. It launched, people listened to it, but there was no sort of longevity of it going yeah. further and further because I was just alone. And then I just got bored of it. And then uh, when as a writer, I would write, 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 write. Because I'm alone, like this thing. Sorry, yeah. But now, if I pass it to Brambuisela, then like, okay, no, at least Tabi is gonna is gonna give me an idea. Mm. But I I think at some point one will get to go solo. But I, there's nothing such as solo. No man is an island. <laughs> Even if you you are paying people, you are collaborating with them with ideas. They are bringing their own uh, energies to the space, and the work gets a different feel. Uh, I never knew that I can do visual arts, but my first collaboration that I can remember, because I've done a lot, that when I collaborated was with my brother as a visual artist. Uh, he did not know how to apply for funding for it. I applied for him, he got the money, and then he did the project. He collaborated with other artists to come and teach different forms of, of visual art. And I, in that process, because I was part of the admin while they are doing that, I saw each and every strength of each and every artist strength coming together and what it kind of brings together. And I kind of now learned about visual arts. Because if I was standing there, I could not have learned. So collaboration, true collaboration will come out with a certain lesson. Sometimes you can use that lesson or you can bank it for later mm. to use, but it is it is something that is very important. Um, I grew up with collaboration because we did not have funds. We say, okay, there is a script. Uh, we need actors. Let's come and read it, and we love it. You give us characters religiously. We'll come to rehearsals. Rehearse it. If you not know, we know we're going to take it. When something comes, then you know we have a play. Mm. But it will be something that we will workshop together. Maybe uh, in our language, we wouldn't say this collaboration, we say, let's workshop a piece, and then it is ours. Mm. <laughs> yeah. but, but then I want to believe that um, coming to this podcast, I ask few people uh, in the free state these questions. I think um, the, 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 the people are still resistant to, to collaboration. And there are reasons why. And I want to believe at some point you collaborated with people and you have some stories that you, you, you can share. You, you don't need to name the, the people. But I just want to hear. Because there are challenges as well to collaborations. There are there are there are, there are things that happen. You know, yeah. So before we get to the point where we are saying uh, before you collaborate with a person, with a company, with an organization or whatever, what are the things that you need to look into? I just want to hear from you. Have you ever collaborated <laughs> with, with a person or with, with a, an institution, organization, and then things did not go according to the way? Why, what, what do you think were your mistakes? Why, why, what do you think um, were their mistakes as well uh, in making the collaboration not to work? Because I want to believe that there are factors that lead to us. Uh, because asking people coming to the podcast, why... Uh, why do you think we, we don't collaborate with the first people? The, the only I think they say is that 
uh, people are stealing our ideas, you know, mm. people are doing this. So I just want to hear from our guests, have you ever collaborated and mm. things did not go well? Why, why do you think or what do you think went wrong? I think, yes, I have collaborated with, with many people. That theft is something that happens. So it is part of school fees. But a bit what what happened? It's just sometimes there's money, sometimes there's play. Uh, people don't uh, credit you with your work when it gets successful. Mm-hmm. You understand? There are many instances, but I don't want to dwell into into that because I always say, you know, uh, city. But what is city? By in English, a well, a well. You cannot drink it and finish it. You understand? So if God has given you this creative ideas and giving you this talent, people can tap into it and maybe make it dirty, but it always cleans itself mm. like an ocean. Mm. So they will never finish it. So fear of having people steal your yeah. things will block you. And they've stolen a lot from me, and I feel like it's okay. Let them steal, but they will never be able to create yeah. that kind of work again, even if they can be known for it. So uh, I collaborated with many people, even with Molo Africa, there was a collaborator in it. But the problem is, if we collaborate and not have boundaries, let's say, this is what you are doing, this is what you are bringing here to, to, to the peace. Because, for instance, you collaborate with someone that doesn't have uh, knowledge of what you know about how things work. Yeah. They have the passion. Yes, they have the skill, part of the skill that this is needed. And then you bring them together as equal partners and say, let's yeah. do this. But when they see success of it, they get scared and want to hold mm. to something and hold on to it and say, no, uh, this is my thing, this is my... Without having those boundaries, say intellectual property of our collaboration is like this. And I said, yeah. if we do make money from this, this is our... The splits, yeah. this is what remains with the project, and this is the companies. Most of the time, those mistakes happen when you are collaborating as individuals without any other kind of paperwork. Let's say, let's have a joint venture, let's do this thing. When this happens, this is going to happen. When this happens, this is what is going to happen. And if we cannot, uh, there's a time that we feel like our uh, heads are clashing, cannot continue, then this is how we split this thing. Mm. And we move on without having personalities in it. Mm. So when it is too personal, people tend to now start mm. to hate, start to be jealous. Especially when we know immaturity will, will will show you flames. Because if I'm doing a project with Oliver, and then I have to go to Mzoake's show to promote the show, and then I get there, I'm scared. You know, TV always and. I forget to mention Oliver. They say, what is your thing about? And then I mentioned this thing that you are doing. At the end of it, it's like, ish, I didn't mention that. And then the other one gets offended. It's like, hey, why is if you are alone in this thing? So this kind of, because immaturity will lead you to to see that now they are taking the project away from me. So, but if there's paperwork, you know, in that collaboration, it always works. Uh, but for me, there's always been some new paperwork. But with my brothers, I have a tribe. 
that I know that if you can steal my idea, go and tell your wife. <laughs> and your kids and your uncles. Yeah. This is what you did. Oliver did this to me. So they know that you know, you know, yeah, we'll you'll you not rest. They will remind you. <laughs> you are dealing with the traditional. Yeah, traditionally. <laughs> and you, Oliver, has it always been a smooth ride for you? Uh, it's uh, At the beginning, it was a smooth ride. And then uh, on one of my latest projects, I collaborated with a, with a, with a colleague. And we applied for funding. And then right when we were starting the process of rehearsal, she... He was, uh, he was, you know, one of the management in the, in the in the project, and then theft happened, and yo, and I was like, yo, collaboration, no collaborations, and no, no, no. But as 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 you're saying, probably uh, having that paperwork. After that happened, I realized that uh, as collaborators, you have to sit down and converse as long as you can, so that you understand that you're on the same boat. And, and uh, what, what normally would happen is uh, I want my artistic voice to be heard and I also want yours to be heard but mm. sometimes one would say that I want mine to be heard more mm. as if, you know, then there would be that artistic yeah. conflict. But again, going back to that, uh, to that document that you drafted that this is what we're doing and for this purpose. And um, another thing that would also happen with, with uh, that I would also experience with collaboration is, uh, you know, a betrayal, you know, in a sense that I would say that, okay, but I'll be collaborating on this project, and then we agree, and then behind, then I'm starting to say, no, oh, but is unprofessional, it's not managing, it's not managing, and then, you know. Instead of telling him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I think, uh, as much as collaboration is a great thing, yo, there is a huge uh, chunk of maturity mm-hmm. and professionalism mm-hmm. that is required, yeah. and, and openness, you know, because, uh, like, People would not would not want to take yeah. part into, into the picture that you painted yeah. them, into the idea that you painted them. Uh, now, now coming to free, uh, sorry, coming to free state now, as a province, we've seen other provinces doing well, working together. Like I can make an example of KZN. I've been there and I've been in their festivals and I've been seeing the way they are doing things. You get my point. But we've been struggling in the province for a longest time now, and I, I want to believe that it's a factor. Well, it's a reason why our industry is growing slow. So now coming back to the province, why do you think in the free state there's so much resistance to collaborations? It, I think in music, you can go everywhere in the, in the cultural and creative sector. We, we don't see collaborations more. People are working in silos uh, everywhere. It just, it just uh, it happens everywhere. Why, why do you think there's too much resistance in the province? I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with everything that you just said in terms of theatre, because with music, maybe people, it is people who are working in silos. Most of the plays that I've done, we I've collaborated with people. Uh, when I was doing my festival, I did not pay anyone. People brought their shows from different places and they collaborated because they saw the vision. So, uh, what makes resistance, it is having one source of where you're getting uh, this uh, bread. So, everyone wants to get that bread for themselves. They don't see the, if you can get a loaf, you can share a loaf. And then if you can get a loaf, you can share a loaf. You know, so we are, we are always eating. 
So, but he wants to get a loaf and eat for 12 months alone. And not realizing that if you do that, you are losing. Because they will only, only give you once in a financial year. Because there's only two sources. This is the part of the Department of Sports and Culture. Uh, because there are not many companies that are giving sponsorship to the earth, especially here in the free state. Because now people are, are fighting for scrams. Mm. It is when now people are looking inward. Mm. But if there's maybe an opportunity to say, you don't know how to approach co corporate, I know how to approach corporate, therefore let me bring you, you have something like this corporate is meeting. Mm. Mm. But I cannot do what you are doing, therefore let's collaborate. But because there's less of those sources, people tend to be uh, fighting for scrams. But also because people have stolen from each other. People have backstabbed each other, you know. People don't... Collaboration is set from the element of trust. So that is, there's a deficit of that. But uh, I wanted to bring from the beginning when you talk about collaboration, Prabhupada used to say, uh, art is not about competition. Mm. It is participatory, it is collaboratory. So if you can get back to that and understand that if you collaborate, we'll be able to do something great then we will be able to, to move as the province. But in this particular province, because there's less resources, that is why people think I should get it and uh, take it here. Mm. <coughs> I speak too much, so it's sometimes. Oh, no, it's okay. It's, okay. it's a platform for you to yeah, take it all out. Just, just to add to what Parabi is saying, as uh, someone who's looking, uh, who's practicing in, in Freestart, but not from Freestart, I've realized that there's an economy uh, division that is in the like in this province, where you have you know the the, the elite white artists, the black elite artists, the you know the self-made artists, the self-made artists, you know the self-made black. So there's that there's that division, division, wow. division, division. And so at, at at the brinks of it, what would happen is, as an artist, if you want to collaborate, it's 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 very difficult to collaborate. If you're a, if you're an artist that practices in that white I'll call it in that white elitist space, with an artist that's in a black elitist space, you know there's already a, a conflict of understanding considering the history of Bloemfontein and the history of this country. There's there's that first thing, and then the other one is um, there's there's a a tendency, especially as an academic, that I'm learned and you're not learned, and then mm. uh, then I would uh, what the artist that is learned wants to impose, or the artist that is not learned feels like they're being imposed upon, you know. It's like, oh, you're teaching me, I know this thing, I've been doing this mm. thing, you know, and then you'd have that, that, that conflict, you know. And so collaboration is, I would say it's more tribal in, in, in freestyle, you know, it's more tribal that, as, as Brabi said, he has got his tribe, you know. One would, he would not go, and not, not saying that you would not go, but seldom one would go outside of their tribe mm. to go and collaborate with someone from a different tribe, you know. No, no, it's not crazy. No, 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 we get it. <laughs> no, we get it. <laughs> no, we get it. Yeah, you have your own group. You have yeah. people yeah. that you trust, and it's seldom that you will get Jane when you are not used to working with her. And, um, you know, yes. Yeah. And as someone that is from outside first start, not particularly belonging to a certain tribe, I have experienced most of these tribes, you know, and I sort of collaborated to an extent with each of the tribes and realized that, what, this, if I can jump, jump, hop, 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 why cannot all the artists, you know, hop, hop, hop mm. around? And then we have this, you know, this, this, this collaboration. Mm. For instance, most artists were not aware of the, of the event that was happening, you know, mm. at, at Barca. Others 
are in their own world, mm. others are private, you know. Mm. And so there's not that thread that brings everything together, mm. you know, as, as Rabbi is saying, there's few resources. However, though, I feel, I feel that uh, it's just, you know, step out of that tribe that needs to happen. Mm. Mm. The other thing I, I feel from what you are saying, there was a time when Jane, they, they went to, to varsity, they would come to sit outside Pebbles, they didn't have gigs, but we know they were all those from Varsity. Mm. <laughs> you know, no. And we work with Room CG, and but it is like we even if we want to work with each other because we want resources, our people will think that I cannot afford you. Mm. This one has a degree, this one has a master's, and I cannot afford this one. Not knowing if we can have a space like you had where people can talk, people can start having, sharing ideas. All in simple spaces where people can just sit and collaborate. You don't have to pay anything. Let's just read my script. Yeah. yeah. Let's just you know talk about. Let's do monologues. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. But that space again, because it is the center of it. People are far from that. We don't find spaces that people are a work or walking distance. They can come and then we create it constantly, so that each and every tribe that is out there can know that there's that space that allows everyone. Mm-hmm. Because people go to tribes because uh, people have been hurt. But people that you find that I work with you, if I don't have money, you will work with me. Even if you understand, there's no funding mm-hmm. in the thing, we'll work together. When you have funding or have funding, I will think of the first people that I've been working with without resources. Mm-hmm. So that is what creates those clicks again. It is people's willingness to, to be open to, to work with others with or without monetary resources. Yeah. Coming back from um, to what you just said about the people not knowing about the event, we were very strategic. Yeah. Um, because our experience uh, has been that people in the free state, artists in the free state, are resistant in mm. you know when it comes to supporting each other. So we literally went um, on our phone books. We picked people that we knew we could trust um, in order to make this event a success. And that is actually sad when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, somebody else might have maybe wanted to RSVP yeah. and come. But because there's no trust issue between the artists, yeah. we had to really control this. And it was a huge success. Exactly. But obviously, next year and many years to come, when we do it, we'll open the invitation. Now that people um, are talking, people yeah. have experienced how successful it can be. Now, question. Um, we've been talking about collaboration and I, I just I actually realized that there are similarities in terms of what we understand about collaboration but we are also so different like yeah. what collaboration means to me doesn't yeah. necessarily mean the same to true, you true, um, and you guys earlier said um, you had said earlier that every process is a collaborative process and I don't agree with that because sometimes you would write your script you cast me, I'm there as an actor, my role is an actor, it's not necessarily a collaboration. Yes, you have paid me, but I don't necessarily have a voice in terms of the creative process because your job as a director is to maneuver me in how you would want your vision to be. So, um, but this is not about me, so I'm going to take it back to you. Would you ever trust people? Yes, you can. No, you can. You can. Um, but, but yes, let me finish the question so that you can go into it. Would you ever get to a point where you produce your work and you stick to just producing? Because right now, all of us, 
with every production, even when we have collaborated, we were producers, we were production managers, we were actors, we were this and that and that and that. Would you ever get to a point where you trust people with the whole creative process and your work is just to be as a producer or nothing, actually? Would you ever, especially in the free state? Yes, yes. <clears throat> Let's see. When you, when maturity allows you to, 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 to go there, uh, when you trust people with what you bring in them in the space for, but because we, we happen maybe to have a low budget productions that wants you to, to as a producer, to double up, you understand? That is why people have been doing a lot of things. But I, 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 have, I don't have a diversity of trust when it comes to, I come into the space and say, you are the producer, I am the director. Mm -hmm. And even if, uh, for instance, for you as the producer, you came to me and say, teach me producing, how to how it is done, and then I, I give you the insight and everything, and then I let you do it, and then I step back and let you to do the piece. I'll only come in the space when you need me. It is that thing of being an actor and a director. You know when you're a director, you people submit. When you're an actor, you have to submit mm. to the director, I said. Mm. So to differentiate those roles. But uh, sometimes uh, if someone uh, messes a process right at the beginning, it is when your instincts will say, let me sneak in and help, mm. you understand? But for me, it's like people, uh, it is how you work with people, it is a style of how you work with people. When you come to my rehearsals, you was acting in my play, I, I, I'll tell you what is in here, and I want to hear what is in your head as well. I want you to create, let's create together. That is how I'm, you are saying, let me, I don't want, I don't, I don't dictate, because yeah. once you dictate, I close down on all the other ideas, but yeah. I give a limit to the days, of maybe in the two weeks, <laughs> I let them. After this, democracy is done. The days are closed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. don't have any control of the vision, but I don't know if I've answered you. I get you. So you're more of a collaborative type of director. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, Oliver. Uh, since we're talking about directing, uh, I, I'm trained in, in devising theatre, so workshop theatre, as, as we call it. I, we, the, the process that I normally take is we sit down, we, we collect material that is based on our idea, and after collecting that material, we see how we can, you know, uh, piece it together like mm. a mosaic, and then we work. So it's, it's, it's a more collaborative process than conventional theatre, wherein there's a playwright, there's a director, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this. Now, going back to your question of would I let that, um, would I take or would I let go of certain positions? One has to think about the fact that in South Africa, you know, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a discourse of suffrage, you know, of, no, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have yeah. to do this, I have to do this in order to get here. And talking about myself, for example, I arrived here in free start, no funding to study, no nothing. I have to go and hustle for funding to step. I have to go work here. I have to go and knock those doors. I have to open those doors. Finally, oh, I have to apply. I have to open the piece. I have to write. I have to approach the person. You know, so there's an I mentality. Mm -hmm. And that we have from home, not that we, we, we 
it's, it's, it's ecocentrism, but the reason that you this is your home. Don't go telling people around you, hey, remember, we do not send you to go and make girls and boys or something like that, you know. So it's just a mentality. But I would like to believe, Sister Jane, that with, 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 with proper contracting, you know, and when there's a delegation of duties that you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, and sign contracting, it becomes easier to let go of certain roles. Mm. But if it's, uh, if it's wishy-wishy and there's no particular delegation of duties, it becomes troubling because if you say that, ah, Jock is going to do this, I'm yeah. going to do this, then, like, then it's to the 28th and Jock hasn't done it, then I might as well do it. Mm. And then you just tell him, yeah, he's getting paid to do that, you know, so there's, there's that. And also the fact that, uh, just to end it, also the fact that, you know, we, 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 we have that thing as, as humans, especially uh, people of color, you know, that thing of, oh, that person needs this money. Yes, you know, instead of actually going the professional capitalist way, you know. But yeah, that's that's what I think. Yeah. I think I think I don't know why I kept saying professional. Coming from coming from the the creative hustle mixer that we had, the networking session that we had where we brought artists in one space, creatives in one space to just network and know about each other. I think one thing that I took out of that was the fact that you know you need to know who's relevant to what you are doing. You don't need to you don't want to find yourself collaborating with something that is far from you. I think it's one of the, the things, the contributors in making us to be resistant to collaborate. But now, gentlemen, uh, because of time, and now we're going to our last uh, minutes of, 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 of the podcast. Now, I just want to say, um, what message are we driving there to the people? What are we saying to the creatives in the district about collaboration? What, what are we saying to a young person watching right now? Who really wants to collaborate? What, what are we saying to him? What are we saying are the things that they should look into or the things that they should consider? For me, I would say what they should let go of is, is the fear of people who will steal from you. Because ideas, unless you put them down, they are not, they are not existing. We can think about the same thing and we can by differently in a situation. So if they can let go of that fear, and if they can find uh, people that are like-minded that also wants to be able to do certain projects in certain, they want to have the same visions of who we want to be in certain time, mm -hmm. and realizing, uh, making an introspection and understanding yeah. that I cannot paint, I will need a painter. Yeah. I cannot sing, I will need a musician. Don't see when you hey, don't know. I cannot, I understand. <laughs> this is what I can do. Someone who's a dressmaker that you know in your street, this person can do costumes. Yeah. You can collaborate with that person. Because uh, they are doing a certain kind of a, a, a job. We're thinking that is industrial. You don't see it into your industry. That's why this is why uh, my cousin's sister is married to a construction person and then they are saying what is it that they are doing I'm telling you I'm doing the arts and I give them a brief of what I do and they're like okay can we maybe collaborate with when you want to do your sets and everything I can use my company to construct them and everything 
But the other person will look like brick and mortar. No, no mixing. They're never thinking of who. Yeah, thinking never. beyond that. Beyond that. So yeah. it is like to allow other people to see themselves in what you are doing and not be afraid to say, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Please come in with your skill and let's see what we can do together. And uh, from my side, I would say, uh, to, to add on what Prabhi is saying, that we are saying that it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. You know? And so you, uh, although you have this dream as an artist of going on the mm. highest of the yeah. canons, you cannot make it there alone. You need that village. You need those people that will tell you that, ah, that's not the way. Those people that will tell you that, okay, this is the way. And collaboration is not even just about uh, the creative process. Also, ideas bounce off ideas. So one has to be open more to learn to grow and admitting to flaw so you know maturity being open and most of all having confidence in what you're saying and, and believing the fact that uh, won't get judged because you will you know come to a place wherein you are working with a person and then you place the idea into them and then you know there's a kind of resistance yeah. and finding that that person that has that same thing uh, vision that you have and not just going, you know, to a place where you know that. But if you are open enough to go learn new things, then absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm hungry, and I think you're going <laughs> to have to close it off now. Yeah. But I just want to say um, there's this belief that people have that you're not supposed to share your ideas with people yeah. until they come into fruition, which is ridiculous. You know, um, most of the ideas that I've had have been, um, have gotten to the fruition stage because I've shared them with people and in the process I've got the same people who have the same visions and together we did incredible things. So um, yeah, I think from the conversations today, it just puts a stamp on how successful yeah. you can be yeah. when you actually do seek for those people who are better at some things that you are not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you so, so much for coming through. And we will see you at the Mixer event again last yeah. next year, right? Yeah, we're doing, at the, uh, we're doing it again next year. Next year, yeah. yes. So yes. thank you so much to our guests. Thank you so much to Business and Arts South Africa for making this podcast possible, Collab Podcast where we were talking and sharing about everything that has to do with collaborations. Collaborations are the best. Collaborations are the goal. They are the things that we need to do. I don't know if I'm putting it right. Collaboration is the present and the future. Yeah. So where can people find you on social media for bookings and for whatever? Uh, Be art on Facebook. Uh, I don't have other social medias. I'm not good on social media. TikTok, nothing. My TikTok TikTok is like... (laughs) My daughter was managing it, but I have, I have followers about 1,000 something. Wow, that's oh, okay. how did you do it? I'm only at 700. And here is my Yeah, so yeah. 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 it's booing, booing, or D, it is on TikTok. Yeah, I think those are the two that I'm not on Instagram. I'm down Instagram just that I don't post much. Yeah, you are you're watching content. Yeah, but you are more active content. on Facebook, bro. Be yeah, art on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, That's yeah. where you And how about you, my uh, brother? Me on uh, Facebook at Sukutale Oliver Bonga and Instagram at Tachez. Yes, that's where you can get me, and uh, and yeah, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Jane. 
It's okay, it's Mzwagi Kachela on Facebook. Uh, make sure that you follow us there. Thanks to Business and Art South Africa, British Council, Manchester International Festival and Common People for making this collect podcast possible. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. Let's make sure that we go out there and collaborate as much as we can. I just want us closing this, this podcast now to hold each other's hands. And on the count of three, we are going to shout collab. One, two, three. Collab! Definitely not what I was expecting. <laughs> no, but in a good way. Um, you know, you know when you record things, you're always so nervous that... Um, you're not gonna ask questions that make people uncomfortable, or you're not gonna get, you know, that sound. That was never there. I love that. I hate it when um, there's a podcast or interviews and then there's this silence um, uh, or somebody blacks out. So it actually works out, worked out way, way better. Especially considering the fact that I'm so exhausted. Oh my gosh, I am exhausted. So thank you, Ne, for taking the rope. Me, I am exhausted, but I'm glad that it went out in the end. See or think that it was important at the time. I think that by of having these conversations, we need to have them more, even if it is not to to record them. Or we will have them more informally maybe record your sessions and put them together and say this is what is happening mm. but the conversation was very nice yeah. and I thank you mm. for it mm. thank you mm. it's very very fruitful in the sense that it, it sort of opened one's mind to, to, to realize the fact that you're not the only one who thinks like this and we are all thinking like this here in Freestyle I'd like to believe and it's just us coming together and having more conversations like this to, 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 to finally breach that gap, you know, that, that division that happens, that is stopping us from collaboration. Other than that, I, I'm, 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 it's a huge honor. Thank you, Sister Jane and, and Jacques Fabi. Thank you very much. I would like to believe that this is a start for something that's even more greater. Thank you.